Hello and welcome to this week's episode of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? It's going pretty good. You are in the Wild West right now. You have been yes. having the time of your life, I'm sure. It's been a great week. Um, still feel like kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but we took off on Thursday morning uh, after the SBC annual meeting was over and have been just trucking all over the place in an RV. Um, and tonight we're at the Grand Canyon when we're recording this. Oh, wow. Nice. Live from the Grand Well, not really live, but from the Grand Canyon. Well, I guess it's live yes. to me. It's live, yes. So, recorded from the Grand Canyon. And That's we may amazing. still be here by the time the show goes live, but we'll be heading on our way back to Phoenix to catch a plane to Raleigh. So Awesome. Well, that's cool. I know you, yes. you've been all over. You hit Bryce and Zion and um, yes. Lake, what was Lake, um, Lake Powell. Lake Powell. Yeah. So, y'all have done it all. So, that's pretty cool. Very, very fun. I'm sure you've made some memories with the kids and with the, the Dew family and the Hutchinson family. Yes, yeah, three families, three RVs, um, six adults, eight kids. <laughs> yeah, six adults, eight kids, lots of pictures. Um, so it's it's been really fun and um, a great. It's a great thing when we have the annual meeting in some of these locations where um, family time can come. For me, I know some people do it before, but I like to do it at the end because then all the the prep work is done. And, you know, we we've got it behind us it's been another good year uh, for the SBC and we can just kind of relax and, and be together yep. so great opportunity with it being in the west and and there was one other thing that happened this week too yeah yes yeah that, w- that it was be... the longest day of the year yes longest day of the year and your right. birthday as well that's correct so happy birthday yeah. Amy thank you very much I appreciate it um uh, spent the birthday on uh, Lake Powell and in Antelope Canyon and with my family. Yeah. So it was the Antelope it was Canyon pictures nice. were my favorite, by the way. Yeah, that, that was amazing. That was pretty incredible. Yeah. It was, Folks, you need to find like Amy it. on uh, Instagram. What's your Instagram handle, Amy? Uh, it's just Amy Whitfield. Amy Whitfield so. on Instagram. Yep. Check it out. the uh, The pictures from Antelope Canyon were spectacular. So. Very, very nice. All right. Before we jump into this week's news, want to thank our sponsor for this week, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and Boys College. As you may have heard, if you were in Phoenix for the SBC annual meeting, we've all been invited to go to equip.sbts.edu to download a free copy of Essential Reading on Preaching from the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary's new resource, Southern Equip. You can get your book now at equip.sbts.edu, a really cool site over there uh, from the folks at Southern. So we're going to jump into this. Uh, something we touched on last week about Jim Wells not being at the SBC annual meeting because of his health. And uh, we have some sad news, Amy, this week. He passed away at age 69 earlier in the week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he died on June 17th. So um, really just a few days after uh, after everyone left Phoenix um, and had been praying for him and for his family. Um, and we talked, we talked about him last week about how much he was missed and what a, what an impact he had made. Um, the Baptist press story is very good. That sort of just brings some facts, you know, to the forefront for people to, to really understand the impact he made. Um, he was first elected registration secretary in 2002. So he was a 15 term registration secretary and uh that 
that involves um, messenger registration, ballot counting, and reporting of vote totals. Um, and he served alongside eight SBC presidents. That's pretty phenomenal. Um, and he was known, the way they say it in the story is that he was known for his humble leadership style. And I, I think that's that's fitting. Very, very accurate. I think people who were at the annual meeting always saw that in the way he presented himself from the platform. Um, I got to see it last year. And, and remember last year we had a particularly difficult situation with the counting of ballots. And he handled that um, with such uh, such a just a gracious spirit, but a real convictional spirit to do the right thing, just to make sure that the process had integrity uh, at each step. And so watching him do that and then watching his wife, she served alongside him um, the whole time and just helped him. And I, I think she did that for years and years. So this was a real um, ministry that they did to the SBC annual meeting every year. Um, he oversaw tellers, credentials committee, uh, every everyone. So a ton of people um, in Missouri and then also through the SBC annual meeting uh, have been just affected by his ministry over the years and i know he will be very missed yes he will and uh you know that was sad news in our prayers and um all our thoughts go out to the wells family uh once again jim wells thank you for your service to southern baptist over the years yeah i want to add one more thing really quickly that something i heard last week when we were in phoenix uh, and i heard it from i heard it two or three times was that the things that he was saying uh, in his last days in the hospital were, I'm going to spend every day praying that lost people will come to know Christ. So he had a, a real heart uh, for spreading the gospel. All right, moving over to a story I tweeted about, I think on Monday or Tuesday earlier in this week. I, I tweeted about the Southern Baptist Conference of Associational Leaders at the SBC This Week page uh, on Twitter. And I uh, talked about uh, something that we had kind of touched on beforehand, but I didn't see anything about it until or later in the week, uh, this week. Uh, I didn't see anything last week while we were in Phoenix about it. But they actually appointed a 12-member study group to recommend a new title and credentialing process and expectations of effectiveness for Southern Baptist directors of mission. So uh, it's a position that we see basically the local association director and uh, there's a 12-member study team led by Rick Wheeler, who's the Jacksonville Association uh, over in Florida, the uh, the leader of that. Port Wilburn, um, a director of missions in the San Francisco Association. Ray Gentry, the executive director of the SPCAL. Singh Oldham from the executive committee. Steve Holt from the Tennessee Baptist Convention. Ted Trailer, Paul Chitwood, Josh Ellis, Jason Lowe, Mark Millman, Mike Carlisle, and Dale Fisher round out that 12-member associational study team. Uh, they said the missions of the team is basically threefold. One, to find, you know, we talked about the new title for the position for today and the days ahead. Number two, find a profile of associational leadership effectiveness with competency. So so basically put some metrics to that position and what does a successful associational director look like. And then number three, a process of credentialing, uh, basically a way to say that these people have the credentials for being an executive director of a local association. So uh, it be fascinating to see how that one turns out. Amy, uh, local association is important in the SBC. It's an important job and one that is uh, being taken seriously by uh, a lot of people. And we yeah, wish it, this uh, committee all the best. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, sometimes I think we forget uh, 
if you're in a certain region, if you're either um, in a city or if you are working um, in the denomination, you know, in denominational employment as we are, um, you forget how important uh, DOMs or associational leaders can be. Uh, but there are regions all across the country, maybe some that are more rural or some that, you know, are uh, have a lot of uh, smaller churches where that position is very important. And so um, it's good uh, to see a process where people say, hey, things are shifting. Uh, we want to make sure we're prepared uh, to shift with it because these are important roles. Exactly. So uh, some more news coming out of some uh, kind of a, uh, some affinity groups from Phoenix whenever they met. We had, had a bunch of those we talked about before the convention in our preview about all the different affinity groups. And Baptist Press has a ton of news out about each individual one. We're not going to go every one of them. Uh, one of the ones that stuck out, though, the Filipino Baptists voted to postpone an election of an executive director. We talked about that beforehand. They were looking to have an executive director named for the Filipino Southern Baptist Fellowship of North America. And they decided to wait on that for a year until next year because they, they weren't quite sure on the the actual duties of the executive director or the role uh, or and right. felt that the officer should provide due diligence in coming up with a more clarified job description for the executive director. So kind of push that back another year, uh, just something important. And, and uh, you know, Amy, it, it's, it's good to see the process in effect here. Yeah, very much so. Um, also, I want to just take a side note and uh, the, the Baptist Press article on this uh, has a really good picture. That, that pig. Um, they have a. They had a full pig. They had a. That had a couchon de lait, but they call it something else. I'm what? Sure. What did you just say? A, a couchon de lait, which is a, the the like Cajun version of a, a roasted pig, or whatever. I've uh, never heard that yeah, phrase. They, they call it a lechon, uh, which is a roasted pig. Okay, so you call it that uh, thing you just said. Uh, the couchon de lait. Okay, it's yeah. a Cajun. Yeah, that's word. kind of the okay. Cajun phrase for the 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 whole roasted pig. Okay, I just say pig. Yeah. And whole um, hog. It, it's whole had, hog barbecue, just like uh, Martin's barbecue yes. here in Tennessee. They had quite the feast. Yes, I'm. I'm trying to figure out how we can get invited to the Filipino Baptist in 2018. Because imagine what you, they can do in uh, Dallas. Oh my goodness, that sounds pretty incredible. Hey, by the way, I had some amazing Texas barbecue here in um, Page, Arizona. Well, so, wouldn't that be Arizona barbecue? Um, it was Big John's Texas Barbecue was the restaurant. Oh, okay. So, well, anything named yeah. Big John's anything that that sounds yeah. like a winner, you know. Yes. So yes. we got called out last week for talking about food. We can't talk about food that much this week. No more. No, okay, more. no more. Okay. All right. Let's next. keep going. All right. Speaking of affinity groups, uh, the resolution we mentioned last week, Resolution Ten, about the alt right uh, anti gospel and white supremacy resolution that prompted a statement from Byron Day, who is the president of the SBC National African-American Fellowship. And the statement said that the NAAF stands ready to assist our churches and entities in pursuing the elimination of any remaining forms of intentional or unintentional racism among us. I am confident by the grace of God that the Southern Baptist Convention will be a true picture of the kingdom of God that consists of every tribe and language and every people and every nation. Yeah, so the key there is he, t he talks about that they stand ready to assist. Uh, he talks about elimination of intentional or unintentional racism among us. That's a very positive statement. I mean, he yeah. says he's confident, confident that the, the Southern Baptist Convention will, um, you know, keep moving forward in, in the right, uh, in the right steps on this. There have been some, 
really uh, good um, articles come out uh, over the last week just sort of processing how that um, sort of processing what happened last week and I think this statement is a very good uh, it's a very good kind of representation you know of, of things this response and it's good to hear uh, from the National African American Fellowship. Yep. And also, uh, speaking of last week in the SBC 17, there is a big recap video. Uh, we'll put that on the website as well. Uh, Amy, have you had a chance to watch that yet? Well, I so I've tried. I remember there was a recap video last year and mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching that. I have tried, but I'm going to just be honest that the reception's not great uh, everywhere I go. And so I, it kind of comes in and out. So I tried. I got probably halfway through it and then it kept because it just kept pausing and the wheel kept, you know, going, I decided, well, I'm just going to have to wait until I get somewhere high speed. Yep. So, well, um, I'll so say I'm this. looking forward to it. There are four people on stage that you can tell who they are and uh, in the screen capture, like that starts, you know, like the, whatever you want to call that, the thumbnail for the video. Right. Right. Um, it's Steve Gaines. It's mm-hmm. Barry. It's Adam. And it's uh, a lady. In a yellow dress. Oh, wow. Okay. That would be you. Well, all right. Yeah. So, there well, you go. Well, that's fun. How about that? That's so, fun. you're in the screen grab. I see you right there. Okay. Right in the middle. Okay. Hard to miss. The yellow well, dress. All, I think the yellow dress was strategic. I, um, It was just, I've had it for a few years. So I saw a lot of people complimenting you on that yellow dress as well. So It, it, was, in, it was in my closet. So I just I, I wore it. I, I will say that the um, the switch from the business casual that's a little more stressful for me than you know the guys can you, they just take their ties off and that's it. Uh, but I had to do some some kind of rearranging of my suitcase. Um, but I, I stuck with that one. So right. anyway, I well. can't wait to see the recap video. We'll be back in Phoenix tomorrow night. Before we go home, and I think that's going to be my chance uh, to really get to see it. All right. Well, it'll be up on SBCThisWeek.com in the show notes for today. So, all right. Also, last week in Phoenix, NAM held a board meeting and uh, passed a $125.4 million budget for FY 2018. And uh, they also indicated that the revenue for the year is running 0.33%, while expenses are 10% under budget. So, uh, kudos over to the guys at NAM uh, doing well with the finances over there. And they also elected trustees who will serve uh, as officers. Stephen Hogan will lead the board of trustees. He's the lead pastor of Chet's Creek Church in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Danny Wood, the pastor at Shades Mountain Baptist Church in the Birmingham, Alabama area, will serve as first vice chairman. And Danny DeArmas, senior associate pastor of First Baptist Church Orlando, will serve as second vice chairman. He's uh, down there with David Uth. Yeah, and they also approved a resolution that authorized a trustee subcommittee um, to study this issue that really has been talked about quite a bit on uh, qualification and makeup of their board, uh, specifically with smaller state conventions and Canada. Yeah, so we, we saw a little bit of that from the executive committee when they passed their resolution and bylaw change to allow smaller states to have representation. We had a motion made to that effect for Lifeway, NAM, and IMB. And I know IMB's already appointed a subcommittee. NAM has to. And I know some discussions have already happened at Lifeway about that as well. So uh, all three entities, you know, responding positively to that so far. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for the news this week, Amy. Kind of a, a light news week, a lot of recaps at Baptist Press. So 
You can go over to Badgers Press and hear pretty much a recap, a reader recap about pretty much anything that went on last week at SBC 17. I saw one for the Women's Leadership Breakfast the other day. Yes. Uh, as yes. well as uh, there was one about the Global Hunger Relief Run. There was one about the Lifeway Breakfast, all kind of things. So if you're interested in finding out and you know hearing firsthand accounts from all of those, go over to Baptist Press, check out all the recap reports. Uh, they've, they've worked uh, tirelessly over the last week or so to get those out. So there's been a lot of news coming out of Baptist Press uh, from the annual meeting. That's going to bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. All right. We're only going to go back about 20 years ago. Oh, I know um, what, I know what this one is. Do you? Yes. Um, so something pretty significant happened in the uh, 1997 SBC annual meeting and it came in, uh, it came in the form of a resolution actually. So this was 1997 in Dallas, Texas. Oh, where we're heading next year. Yes. That is where we're heading next year. So it happened this week. It was around uh, June 18th. So, you know, we're always kind of fluctuating back and forth in weeks. Um, and it was a resolution on moral stewardship and the Disney company. Dun, 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 dun. So you, you know where I'm going with this. Dun, 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 dun. Um, something that the SBC, uh, it, it was a big thing in, in um our history as far as relating to the world outside or relating to the culture, uh, there was a statement in, um, in the, the operative clauses that said, uh, be it resolved and went through all these things that, that Disney had, uh, had done promoting immoral ideologies, uh, things, things like that. It said, we encourage Southern Baptists to refrain from patronizing any company that promotes immoral ideologies and practices. So it actually says, uh, it says we urge every Southern Baptist to take the stewardship of their time, money, and resources so seriously that they refrain from patronizing the Disney company and any of its related entities, understanding that this is not an attempt to bring the Disney company down, but to bring Southern Baptists up to the moral standard of God. And then it says, encourage to refrain from any company that promotes immoral ideologies and practices because the Disney company is not the only such provider. But the Disney company was the one that was named. Yep. And the Disney boycott was born. The famous Disney boycott. Yes. Infamous um, Disney boycott. Now, at this time in 1997, I was in college. I was not Southern Baptist. I was in high school. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Um, I was not Southern Baptist. At the time, uh, so I do, but I, I do remember when this happened because it was big national news, and I also had um, friends who were Southern Baptists, and I loved Disney, loved, and all of a sudden, like they, I, I said something about going to, I don't remember what movie was out at the time, and my friends wouldn't go, really, because yeah, wow, because of the Disney boycott. Yeah, they were very committed. Um, do you know? Yeah, there's another and, nugget. Yeah, uh, the the real question is where where did this um, originate? Because as you remember, um, and we've talked about resolutions can come from the committee itself, but it they can also be submitted by uh, messengers. And this was a resolution that was submitted by a messenger. Yep. Um, and that was a messenger that we know well. I don't know how well he was known um, in 1997, 
but it was who uh, was Pastor it, Wiley, it was Pastor Wiley Drake. Really, he um, he wrote the resolution called called for called for the boycott. And here's here's the thing, uh, he he wrote something in 1996. So this kind of started the conversation, and uh, we have to remember where he is from. Um, he is the pastor of the First Southern Baptist Church of Buena Park in Buena Park, California. So the Disney company um, is very, uh, it, it's going to affect his area. So he wrote one in 96 called Resolution on Disney Company Policy. Um, and at that point, it talked about encouraging Southern Baptists to give serious and prayerful reconsideration to their purchase and support of Disney products. Um and to boycott if they continue the anti-Christian and anti-family trends. So it had been in 1996 where the door had kind of opened, and then 1997 was when it was kind of the stronger, okay, we're going to call yeah, for this. The Drake walked um, through the door. Right. So, But this came from uh, his experience being so close to the Disney company um, it, geographically and seeing – sort of the effect that it was having uh, in California. And so he brought this uh, to the Southern Baptist Convention. I honestly don't know. Um, we talked about him uh, last week about how it was uh, kind of things were, were all right uh, with, uh, with the world when we saw him there. Um, but I don't know how involved he was before this, but that is a, a significant uh, contribution he has made uh, to our our recent history. So after that, uh, this went on for a few years. I, I mean, I think some people still continue to to go to Disney World and things. But Richard Land, I remember, wrote a book um, a, about about this, and and there was just it went on for a little while. And so this is something that in recent times. Uh, the SBC has certainly been connected with, and it all started this week in SBC history. So I, I kind of wonder if this was like the first time that Wiley was introduced to like the broader SBC. Kind of make yeah, you know, we know. we kind of know him now. I mean, he, he's kind of right. ubiquitous with our annual meetings, but kind of wonder right. if this was like the uh, the beginning there. So yeah, I right, don't know. Well, this week in SBC history was the boycott of Disney. So yes. And and also uh, also twenty years ago this week, the birth of Nam, not related to the boycott of Disney, by the way. Right, kind of some other things too. Yeah, that was a covenant for the new century, like went into right. effect in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, right. This week, so a lot of yeah, a lot of things got kind of consolidated. Yeah, Brotherhood Commission uh, and a couple right. of others. Uh, the Radio right. Television Commission. Yes, is that right? Yes. So yes, a bunch of different things. So. Uh, yeah, so this week, 20 years ago, that was a big week. It was a lot going on. Yeah. Both, both internally um, and externally. Right. It was a, it was a big, now it's interesting because this is an example of one of those things that I would guess that that year, uh, the covenant for a new century would have been a much bigger deal oh, to yeah. the folks at the SBC. Yeah, totally. Internally. And, yeah. Right. Internally. But the and the Disney boycott, I mean, may have been I don't know because that wasn't there, but it may have been um, just kind of a, another thing in all the resolutions that were being done, um, and the covenant for the new century was a much bigger deal. But uh, to the world, it was the boycott. So very good example. Yeah, we talk about that frequently here that the resolutions are what 
the non-Southern Baptists really care about at the end of the day. And the motions and elections are a lot of times what we care about uh, right. internally at the end of right. the day. So it, it's funny to see the perspectives on the different items of business that we pass every year uh, from yeah. from inside versus you know outside Southern Baptist eyes. Yes. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to our resources of the week. Your resource of the week this week, Amy, is? Mine is a new book um, by uh, Jim Shaddix oh, and Jerry, Jerry Vines. Vines. Yeah, there's two books. Yes, there are two books. One is sort of a new edition of Power in the Pulpit, um, which is uh, about how to prepare and deliver expository sermons. Um, the other one, though, is a new one called uh, Progress in the Pulpit. Um, and we were very excited. These just came out. We had some uh, that we were able to give away at the SBC, but uh, Progress in the Pulpit is about how to grow in your preaching. So both of those kind of new edition of Power in the Pulpit and then new book of Progress in the Pulpit, um, those are our, our big, they're big contributions. Power in the Pulpit's been around for decades and a huge contribution to the discussion surrounding uh, expository preaching. So uh, if you have that already, I would definitely suggest uh, get a new copy and check out the new one, Progress in the Pulpit. Yeah, those came into the office this week, uh, Dr. Rainer's office, and saw the, I saw those and just phenomenal looking books. So congratulations, Dr. Shaddix and Dr. Vines. For those, my resource of the week is actually, I don't know if I can do this, this may be cheating, Amy, but it's a, a blog post I put up this week at SBC This Week that had all the IMB stuff from last week in it. It was the uh, includes the IMB dinner presentation that Dr. Platt did, plus the the video they showed at the beginning of that. I don't know if you remember that, the archives video. Yes, The yes, fantastic very cool. video. Very, very cool. And yeah. then Dr. Platt's presentation, which was amazing. And then also the sending celebration, uh, which we talked about last week on the blog, uh, which we talked about last week on the podcast, as well as uh, the video of Madeline. Uh, and, and that one, the, the, the girl with the make a wish yeah. that came and yeah. visited just amazing videos. Yes. Um, so I put those up. I, I was able to find those on the, uh, the Vimeo channel for IMB, dropped those on SBC this week. They're all in one spot. You can go and check those out. I would highly recommend taking the time, you know, this weekend, sit down at, at you know, catch some of that because they were just amazing. I mean, I, I still cannot get over uh, how well of a job or how good of a job. IMB did last week. I mean, I, I was blown away. I mean, I didn't have any expectations going into it, but they yeah. blew me away last week. That's excellent. And I'm, I'm excited because I saw some of those, but like the one about, um, the make a wish. Yeah. Uh, that I, that was kind of going on while I was doing some other things. So I was able to, to track it on the stage out of the corner of my eye and, um, while I was having some conversations. So I want to be able to give more full attention to it. Yep. So I'm very excited. Well, check it out, sbcthisweek.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage there. You'll see the blog post uh, with the IMB information there and, and the videos. And we'll also link to it here in the show notes for today's episode. Once again, I want to thank our sponsors, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and Boys College and their new site, Equip. And it's equip.sbts.edu. Check that out for uh, a lot of different resources, practical ministry tools and tips over there at the Southern Baptist Theological uh, Seminary's website. And, uh, Amy, be careful traveling home. I uh, hope you and uh, the Keith and the kids had a great trip. Uh, I know you have, and I've been seeing pictures and everything. So y'all be careful, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, we'll see you next week.